Hello, and welcome to Psychic Sundays with sisters Louise and Michelle. They are both full-time psychic mediums, healers, and teachers. In each episode, they will share with you their experiences, knowledge, and some wisdom from their guides. So grab a cuppa, sit back, put your feet up, and enjoy this podcast as they journey into the spiritual realms together. Hello everybody and welcome to Psychic Sunday's podcast with sisters Michelle and Louise. And we are very excited today. We've got a guest, Claire Porteous from the Forest Mystic. Hello, Claire. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're good. How are you? Nice to speak to you. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Excited to do this. Yeah, it's great. It's a good opportunity to get out what you do. And so yes, today we're yeah. going to be talking about paranormal investigations, which we just absolutely love we've done a couple ourselves um but claire is much more of an expert than we are so claire just talk us through it how did you start what what was your first interest into becoming a paranormal investigator well i'd seen and sensed spirits since i was a kid and then we moved in to this old miners cottage in the forest of dean Mm. and it was really really haunted (laughs) and i had quite a lot of like scary experiences as a teenager right and um, like, like what? Sorry, this... Claire. Sorry, darling. Like That's what? Right, okay. <laughs> um, well, I would see like this dark figure in my doorway quite a yep. lot, and I would have um, lights would turn on and off in only my bedroom, no one else's. And when I would be home on my own, I would hear someone running around upstairs, but there would be no yep. one home. So it was almost like it was sort of like tormenting me or yeah. picking on me. Um, and that continued for several years. Um, and it was, yeah, it was really, really frightening. And I kind of. I couldn't stop it. And my mum, thankfully, kind of was very open to it all. Wow. So she brought people in and everything I was experiencing, a medium came in and said, yes, there's this, this, this and this going on. Um, and although I was scared of it, I was also fascinated by yeah. it as well. Yeah. It's sort of, and it was, it was all around the same sort of time that Most Haunted, the TV program okay, first yes. came out and stuff. Oh, Derek. So... Yeah, with all mm-hmm. of that kind of thing, it was kind of the two things kind of were happening at the same time. And I thought, well, do you know what? I, th- I think, I, th- I think I'm drawn to this. I think I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> There's something going on here. <laughs> when I say I think, I mean it was a smack in the face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it went from there. So where did you go from there? Then what was your first? How did you kind of start out what was your first um experience of going to a haunted house or a haunted place or railway or whatever it might be there's so many locations well, isn't there yeah there was um i found a a, a local like a small local team uh, this was a few years later mm-hmm. and um they were doing a location called woodchester mansion which is in um in nymphsfield near stroud mm-hmm. and um it's got this amazing reputation of being one of the most haunted buildings in the country. So I went, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going <laughs> might as well. Uh, so I went with them and uh, I spent the whole night running around screaming like Yvette Fielding. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't do it again for a little while. And then I kept thinking back on it and I kept thinking, do you know what though? That place was so interesting. And wow. I, I, although I was scared, the adrenaline rush, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, <laughs> it went from there. But yeah, I was a bit screamy the first time. <laughs> so what did you experience the first time? What was it? Did you feel? Did you see? Were there knocks, bangs? I mean, what was it in this in this place? 
Yeah, I mean, there's firstly, there is an atmosphere. Woodchester Mansion has an atmosphere like no other. And it, I, I feel like there's portals literally all over right. that building. Mm, and okay. it doesn't matter where you go, the energy can shift so fast from really light and jovial and, and exciting to really dark and really scary. And it can go from you see these beautiful light anomalies to all of a sudden it feels like something stood right next to you, right next to your ear, breathing. It, wow. it literally it goes from those extremes. And that first night I was there, we were on the, the top floor, which is now my favourite place to be in that whole building. But at the time, I was literally, I, I started to get really teary and I was like, there's, okay. there's a woman stood in front of me. And they said, okay, well, this is actually really common. This is one of the known things that happens here and I was I was absolutely sobbing and I felt like she was kind of right in my face Ooh. which obviously at the time was really frightening because I've not really quite experienced <laughs> that before uh, and then a light anomaly this huge glowing blue light just appeared at the end of the hallway and the whole Amazing. group could see it mm. and then as, as quickly as you could see it it disappeared now this building is in the middle of a dark valley. There are no light sources right. at all. Wow. There are none. So there are no cars that drive past. There is literally nothing. So you eliminated all light. the possibilities. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And all you could see was this, this glowing light. And actually, the more I've been there over the years, the more you realise that actually this is a really common thing that happens throughout the building there. I mean, it's so charged. It's unreal. Wow. But yeah, so that was... All of that on my first. Cool, you didn't go half measures then, did you, Claire? In for a penny. No, which is why I didn't do it for a while. <laughs> so out, out of interest, what would a blue spirit represent, that blue energy? I, I think I know what it what it might be, but coming from a more well, generally, of an expert. Generally, I, th I think of it as a peaceful as a peaceful yeah. thing. So mm -hmm. it's more it's more of a kind of positive, peaceful mm -hmm. um yeah, I always view if you see something in in blues or whites or gold, I always think of it as a as a positive spirit, as someone who's just reaching out. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. It's so when you see the kind of like darker things, I then go, I'm not sure about you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so Woodchester Mansion, why is it so charged? I know you said you believe that there's portals there, but what's mm. the history of the building and what's it used for now? Um, so basically, it's, it's now an unfinished building, but it's set, um, like I say, set down the bottom of this incredible valley and there's woodland all around it. And this woodland is, it's ancient. So mm. it's it's been there, you know, thousands of years. Mm. And the house itself, there was a house that was there before it and it was called Spring Park. And Spring Park was, you know, a lively family home, lots of servants, lots of, you know, lots of activity, lots of fun. Um and then it was then eventually brought by a man called William Lee. And when William Lee brought it, he knocked down the whole of Spring Park to build Woodchester Mansion. Right. Um, but he ran out of money whilst he was in the middle of building it. Now, there are tons of legends about it that yeah. the reason that it, it got stopped was because there were murders that happened there and that there wow. were ghostly activity mm. and that, it's, that the builders weren't running from the building. And wow. there's all these, all these legends that surround mm. the building. But essentially, William Lee ran out of money. Now, it's believed that he was going to turn it into a mason lodge. Right. Okay, because there are tunnel mm. systems, yeah. There are tunnel systems that have been discovered over the years that were obviously half built and things as well. Um, but the building itself now is just a shell of a building. And during, I think it was World War II, 
I'm pretty sure it's World War Two. They housed mm. um, American and Canadian soldiers there. Oh, okay. And right. there were some really serious accidents that happened. One was over, they built a bridge over the lake that was there. Yeah. And the bridge collapsed right. whilst they were driving across it. <gasps> a number of soldiers drowned. Oh, my goodness. And there goodness. was also an accident. Um, they were doing um, test shootings. And right. they actually hit some of the some of the soldiers accidentally, and the, and they died. So oh, wow. the history of it is gosh, it's, yes, it's, in in the building incredible. and all around the building, then it's internally every, and externally. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, gracious yeah, yeah. me, how exciting! And I'm not joking. Of headless horsemen and everything. Oh, I love it. Oh I'm, my god, that's honestly, the ultimate, isn't it? I'm containing myself. Yeah. I want to jump up and down like a kid in a sweet shop because it's just so exciting. <laughs> you come yeah, with I, I we'd think love we will. to come. Yeah, that's yeah, a done we'll deal. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it. Come with we'll, me. We'll Definitely do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. That's a definite done deal. Maybe we'll do a live podcast whilst <gasps> we're there. Oh, <gasps> yeah, it's, it's a fabulous, fabulous. Lots of screaming space. going yeah. on. I feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a creepy building. So how? So yeah, indeed. So how have you moved forward? How have you learnt the trade, or or um, is it just simply um, experience? It, yeah. Or did you have a mentor, a teacher? Did you do training? Um, I started just going on loads of public, so with public mm. event companies, really. Mm. So I started just doing that, and it kind of gave me an opportunity to kind of go into loads of different places and see what it was like in, in different places. And also it gave me an opportunity to kind of see more about, like, the equipment and stuff. So um, I kind of learned just by going with different teams to, yeah. to different locations. Mm. And then as kind of time went on I went oh do you know what actually I could probably just do this with friends and then it was at that point that I just started going off and doing my own thing and then I was like getting to a point where I was finding my own method of doing things and things like that so it was all sort of trial and error and and spiritual circles and things like that like learning that aspect of it yes I was going to ask that made a huge yeah that 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 probably as far as everything I've done to teach me what it is that I do I would say that's the key thing as far as if anybody ever wants to learn how to do paranormal investigating the first thing you should learn to do is, to is spiritual work yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. how to connect yeah, so how to connect how to protect how to communicate what would you mm. Yeah, well, all, all, all of aspects of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all all of them. I mean, protection obviously is is the key to it yeah. because yeah. as soon as you go into, as soon as you go into somewhere and you go, well, come and talk to me, and you yeah. have people that go, okay, can you touch me or can you can you push me or something mm. like that, and it's like, well, you're actually asking them to physically come in your energy yeah. field. Yeah. Like you need to know how to push that back if it gets too much, and you need to know how to have enough of a barrier that you can get that push, but yeah. you don't you don't end up with something coming home with you yes attachments Um, indeed indeed absolutely and have you ever felt or had a presence or know people in your team that feel that they've come back with an attachment or explain that a little bit more I mean we we we, uh know how it works but yeah yeah, I've had I've had I've had attachments and it was a very nasty lesson Mm. it was a very nasty lesson learned I um yeah I came back and I felt like I felt really, really spaced out. Mm. And then the next day I I was, I had the most, uh, most horrendous migraine and right. I started getting visual migraines as well. And I was like, you know, I can't even see. Gosh. And then I, 
like uh, I was aware of myself talking, but I couldn't fully I couldn't fully hear myself. It was yes. almost like I was sort of like everything was like an echo. Yeah, so like you'd gone um, back to the background of yourself or something. Yes, mm. yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it felt like. Mm-hmm. It, it just I could feel something just sucking just sucking the energy basically. Yeah, um, and I just felt like I didn't have full control mm. over myself mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but it was a lesson I needed to learn, I think. Probably. Like, I mean, you know, it was because you can become very complacent with what you're doing exactly, when you're doing Claire. this stuff. Mm. You know, you can do this, you know, and by that point, I'd been doing it for about nine years. And mm. so I'd gone, oh, this never happened to me, so it's mm. not going to. And I kind of stopped. Yeah. I stopped protecting myself, which was such a stupid thing to do. Um but, you know, spirit as they are went, oh, we'll have this then. Absolutely, and a lesson learned. And also it yeah. put you in an, in a position to be able to give advice. You know what it feels like. The see, you can see the mm. symptoms. So for you to actually help others, probably that experience yeah. was and so beneficial. For people, yeah, for people listening, Claire, what would you what would you say? Because there'll be so many novices out there that will be keen to go or, or I mean, obviously suggest going with someone that knows what they're doing. Absolutely. And, and, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the first, the first rule of it is if you're going to start going to anything like this, go with companies that have an extremely good reputation, companies that have been doing it for years. And yes, it might be quite expensive to go with these people, but they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, either that, or you go with groups that say that they focus on mediumship and they focus on the spiritual side of things, because you know that they are people that, that, believe in the spiritual side of things and making sure that protection is key and things like that yeah excellent um, don't advice. go on your own no learn how to protect yourself yeah. carry crystals for protection so any black crystals mm-hmm. black tourmaline black obsidian are fantastic for it and just just make sure that you keep yourself grounded you put roots into the ground and you make sure that you are in control of your body and nothing else is amazing good advice because there are people i'm sure that will go well just like when they start playing with ouija boards they don't know what they're doing and that sort of causes that as well doesn't it certain um well well yeah and i think that ouija boards more people seem to be more cautious when they're doing ouija boards because there are all those like hollywood like films and stuff about it and i'm like but a Ouija board says goodbye on it. (laughs) Yeah. So you can push that to goodbye and you can actually put something that says, okay, I don't want to do this anymore before you take your finger off. But if you're stood in a building by yourself going, come "Come on on then, push me. You're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We're going to, inviting us in. A lot of lonely spirits that are happy to see people coming in and communicating with them. I mean, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Claire, what type of equipment do you use? What what shows up? Because it's so fascinating. Oh, I mean, there's so much stuff that you can buy. But, I mean, the, the key ones that I always think that everybody should have, the first one is have a dictaphone because you want to be able to get voice phenomenon. And the best way to do that is to record. So when you're recording it, for whatever reason – a recorder will pick up frequencies that your ear can't pick up. So okay. you can pick up some incredible voices if you've just got a little dictaphone, do like short, sharp questions on that. Yeah. And then a lot of the time you'll get little answers. And it always sounds like a sort of like raspy or whispered tone, mm-hmm. but you know, you'll hear it. Um 
cat balls. I know it sounds really ridiculous. Oh, but look, yeah. to move them around for some physical ph- phenomena. We did that when we would, yeah. did it with you, Claire, didn't we? Yeah. The little yes. balls yeah, that yeah, light yeah. up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like little child spirits love cat balls and you can get incredible response on them. And they are one of the cheapest things you could possibly Lovely. buy. They're, mm. like, they're like a pound. Amazing. The, well, I mean, you, you saw when you went with yeah. it, like the, the stuff you can get from them is incredible. Um, yeah. And anything that does like white noise, so like just radio frequencies and things like that. So you can mm. get voices through, you can get word generator apps that will just literally bring voices through that spirit can manipulate. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Anything like that is amazing. It's amazing. To use. Those, those are my key ones and your own senses. Sometimes mm. just switch it all off and just sit in the, sit in the quiet for a bit and see what happens. Well, sometimes that's the best receiver, isn't it? Absolutely. Yourself? It really is. Mm. Yeah. Cause sometimes when you've got all the noisy stuff and the flashing lights and everything going on all in one go, you're not always actually paying attention to everything that's going on yeah, around that's you. Probably so true. Distracted. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So have you had some good um, vocal communication? Have you had something quite specific or threatening or what what's been the most interesting that you've picked up and recorded Uh, actually relatively recently i had a really incredible one um at a place called the savoy theater in monmouth oh yeah we've done that we were we worked there we worked there we did did? yeah 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 Yeah. that place is incredible it's incredible it's always it's always full of full of energy as it yeah. would be it's a theater so they all like to perform and we were i mean i go there quite a lot so i kind of know some i kind of yeah. know some of the spirits there now <laughs> and I come in like me again all right it's clear um, <laughs> and we were we were literally sat so we were sat in the back area actually obviously where you would have been so underneath mm. the stage where the dressing room areas yeah, are yeah. and we had uh, we had some white noise going Right. And I picked up on um, on this energy, and um, I said, "Oh, can you confirm your name?" And you just we just heard his his name come through, and he went, "I'm Ben." And I was like, "Okay, Ben." And I was like, so we started talking a little bit more, and we have, I kid you not, a full conversation oh, with this spirit, love, and love. it was incredible. <gasps> he was, and I said, um, you know, I said because um, literally you could hear him say something along the lines of, um, "My spirit is stuck here." Literally oh, heard the, a man's voice go, my spirit is stuck here. And so I said to him, oh, would you like me to move you on? And he said, I'm scared. Aww. So I was like, okay, well, you don't need to be scared. And then um, on one of the word generators, it came up with the devil. And I was like, you don't have to be scared. You're not going to go to the devil. You no. know, there's nothing like that. Exactly. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I said, look, um, so I brought a white light down. And I said, oh, you know, you can step towards the white light. And clear as day, you just heard him say, I can see my family. Oh, God, oh, I love that. Like, I've got to feel like crying. I've got oh, goosebumps. Me yeah, too. Both got goosebumps. Yeah, that's what we, all of us were like tears. And mm. I said, okay. I said, well, who can you see first? And he said, my father. Oh. So I said, can you take your father's hand? And he said, I have his hand. And then we just, then he just disappeared. There was oh, nothing. Claire, God. it's too much. So, yeah, wow. and I kid you, I had never, in 14 years, I had never heard anything so clear oh, in my life. It was it was phenomenal. He, it was I was just talking to this man through this white noise, clear as day. All of us sat in the room, like, oh my god, oh my god. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And you put a, and a soul went to the light. Oh, I mean, what more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Claire, there is a story. I don't know if this is a true story or not, but I 
remember when Derek Cora was doing the spirit investigation and I believe he cleared an energy from somewhere and they got really angry with him because mm. obviously it was a it bit of a them. money maker. Yeah. So is that yeah, something yeah. that people ask you not to do? Yes, there are oh. some. There are some. I won't. I won't name them. No. But there are some very famous locations that solely make their money on ghost hunting, mm. and they literally put in a disclaimer that you have to sign that you must not clear any energies from the building. You are not allowed to clear any trapped souls. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How does that sit with you sometimes? I don't like it personally. I yeah. think it's. Oh. I think it's disgusting. If mm. something's stuck, you can't keep it there. It's not a pet. Like, no. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, it's not there just for entertainment. This poor soul is stuck. Yeah. So, you know, it should you should be able to move on. Um, a lot of the time I won't go back to places that have made yeah. me sign a disclaimer mm. like that. Mm. Um, and normally you don't get the t- disclaimer through until you've paid the deposit. So you've kind of already paid the, right. the higher fees. So you're kind of like stuck in it at yeah. that point. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll sign it. I'll go and I'll do it. But I won't go back. I won't yeah. go back again. Oh, yeah. well. well, I'm not sure if I could That's resist. Scary. I think I might end up in court, Claire. <laughs> 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 Suing you for lots and lots of lost income. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so would you say mansion is like your favorite place or is there anywhere else you would love to go to that you haven't been to yet yeah i mean woodchester is definitely my favorite i would love to i'd love to do mary king's close in edinburgh okay the underground it's um the old underground street that's underneath Edinburgh Ooh. that was used, um, I believe they had when they were when the plague was was in was in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. they would house the plague plague victims in this one random wow. little street. Wow. Um, so you can go on tours and stuff on like it. I believe there are some groups that do they do ghost hunts there. And if at some point I could do that, that would be. Yeah, that would be ideal. And um, like my husband's family history, so my surname, Porteous, it originates from Edinburgh and we've got like a big family history in Edinburgh as well. So it would be interesting to see if I could tap into that and find out more and whether it interlinks with anything there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Claire, got to do it. Do it, do it, do it. (laughs) Yeah, it's on the bucket list. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. You can get a train up. They do ghost trains and things like that. So you can get a train up. Yeah, yeah. Go through that'd be amazing. Wow. wow. Well, yeah, let me know. Let us point. know. We might you might get a couple yeah, of uh... tagging along with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you won't get rid of us it. now. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, look, look it up. Yep. Look it up. It is it's just just looking at the pictures of it, you go, Oh my god, that's just so amazing. incredible. So amazing. Yeah. So wh- what are you doing around Halloween? We also know that you're a you're a witch as well. So you've got all your mm-hmm. witchy stuff that you, you love to do. So what what will you be doing Halloween? Um, well, I'm not investigating Halloween. Okay. I will be at home because yeah. um, my little boy loves it. So I'm doing an investigation on the 23rd instead. Okay. Week before. Right. Um, and then on Halloween itself, I will just be at home and I'll probably just light a bonfire and carve yep. pumpkins. And I tend to, um, because with my beliefs, it's very much around your ancestors yeah, and absolutely. inviting them into the home and things. Mm-hmm. Um what I like to do is I like to set up um, like 
areas on the table for like family members that have passed so I'll have like my a little station for my dad and my grandparents and stuff like that and then basically invite them in and um it's nice to sit around and just reminisce about them and things like that so lovely that's what I'll do and have a when I say feast a takeaway probably (laughs) (laughs) that is a feast that's a a perfect way to spend halloween you couldn't think of it just ticks all the boxes for what it's actually about isn't it yeah absolutely yeah and my son my son loves it he loves the i mean don't get me wrong i do love the novelty side of it as well so my son loves it as well so yeah we'll do the treasure hunt around the house for sweets and around the garden assuming it's not raining and get all dressed up and things wonderful so it's a real family affair then Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we all love it. Does your husband do this um, paranormal investigation with you? Yes, yeah, he does some of them with me, sort of dips in and out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he enjoys it. He he doesn't really sense stuff, but he's interested in all sort of the, the equipment side Technical things side. and stuff Wonderful. like that. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. How That's fantastic. So I should yeah, imagine your nice. son almost has no choice but to go into it when he's a bit older. Yeah. <laughs> he does have a lot of Ghostbusters stuff in his room. Oh, <laughs> like, preparing him. him. It <laughs> would be him. like, you know, the, the, the not the normal sort of birthday parties come round to his house and have a, a paranormal evening. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine? <laughs> He'd be like the coolest kid. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. We're essentially the Adams family. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So do, do you um do you blend your your witch work, paganism, um, with your um your um paranormal investigation or anything like that at all? Um, I'm very ritualistic before I go, so okay. I will always do. I will always do um, a ritual around the house, so protection, banishment, and stuff like that. Perfect. I do around the home, mm-hmm. um, and I do it as a as a full ritual. So candles lit, black salt, cast a circle, black mm. salt. Every everything is done, and I have to do that ritual before I go, or else I just don't feel right when I go. Mm, understand I also that. feel. Like it, it, it strengthens my connection as well. So when I am there, I feel like, I, I feel like those rituals and stuff like that. It actually helps. It helps me to have that connection a little bit better and things. Yeah, so great. good old bit of yeah, wicker work. Yeah, although I, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I might not do it whilst I'm there, but I set the intention before I go. So, and that's yeah. what it's all about: setting your intention, doing your housework. Mm yes energetic exactly. and, yeah. and protection that's wonderful so we're going yeah. to ask you about you do so much we're going to ask you about your lovely shop how long have you been there <laughs> what inspired you what what do you what do you have in there what do you do uh, well it's actually coming up to it it's a year this weekend wow so is it really oh well happy year happy birthday year. my darling thank you yeah. yes it's its birthday it's its birthday this weekend so oh. um yeah um i basically this is something i've wanted COVID, to do gracious yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, of all the times to set it up, it wasn't the brightest, <laughs> but I went, <laughs> I went with it. Good girl. Um, yeah, I had been drawn to do this for a very long time, and then the first lockdown happened, and I knew I wasn't going to go back to where I was working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a bit like, do you know what? If I don't do this now, mm-hmm. then I'm going to go and find another job, and and this will just get put back and back and back and then as soon as I said it I found the shop space that I'm in now um and then I just decided to fill it with absolutely everything I love so I I've love got that. herbal 
herbal goodies and I've got crystals and I've got incense and I've got altar tools and I've got tarot cards. I've got literally everything, everything a witch could need. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And whereabouts are you? Where are you? I am on Agincourt Street in Monmouth, so in South Wales. So there you go, everybody. Go and if you're in the area or passing through, go and and say hi to Claire and get your goodies. That would be lovely. How wonderful, yeah. And then book it, book it on a paranormal investigation yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. Yes, 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 yes. Get your tickets here. And so you do readings, tarot readings from there or? Yes, so I do tarot readings and I do Reiki as well. Amazing. Um, and I will probably expand that to do more witchcraft courses and stuff next year. I did Perfect. do one earlier on in the year. So witchcraft stuff I'll be doing. Uh, I have actually got an introduction to paranormal investigating workshop coming up on the 13th Ooh. of November as well. Ooh, that's a good one. So, Amazing. yes, that's coming up. And that's at the Savoy Theatre. If anybody <gasps> wants a place that will make right. them jump. <laughs> yeah, good, 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 good. So there we go, everybody. The Savoy Theatre. Go and join Claire. Just You'll be in safe hands as well, that's for sure, yes, definitely. Absolutely. Wonderful. So it's been an absolute pleasure, my darling. It really, really has. Yes, fascinating. Absolutely. Doesn't a half an hour fly? It really does. (laughs) When you're talking about what you love. Absolutely. And so interesting. And you've got such a passion in your voice when you speak about it. Yeah. Just makes it even better. Wonderful. Yeah, I do. I absolutely love it. I do love it. We're all very lucky to be able to work in a in a career job I don't know if we can call it that I don't really know, I know. yeah it's <laughs> yes. kind of our job but it doesn't feel like it half the time it's does just it? who you are isn't it it's 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 yeah. uh, it's a wonderful job wonderful job okay Claire it really it's is. been absolutely lovely we will definitely be coming um on an investigation with you for sure yeah so just yes, give us your web fab. um your website just before you leave or how people can contact you as a last um, call so it's just theforestmystic.com perfect nice and simple nice wonderful and simple. yeah good All right, Claire, so, well lots of love to you yeah a lo- yes, an absolute pleasure you. speaking to you and we cannot wait to come on yes one of your investigations yes definitely yeah, we yeah. will do it <laughs> i look forward to it yeah. yeah see you soon my darling all right see take you care soon. Bye. Bye. thank you for listening for further information about private readings, demonstrations, and workshops, you can email Louise and Michelle at info at psychicsundays.co.uk. So until next time, stay connected, stay true, and always remember, Spirit loves you.